from the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to it's live. Life without parole for Chanel Lewis. Everybody must be happy about that. But the killer of the Queen's jogger, Karina Vitrano. And that was Chanel Lewis. He sent us to Live Without Parole and a bunch of other time, too. Joining me now, Mandy Stabmiller. How you doing, Mandy? Good. I'm glad to hear that sentence. 25 years here and there for all these other charges. And also, he has to register as a sex offender, I believe, even though he's going to be in prison forever, which I think is strange. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't realize that that happened. It seems kind of... Redundant. Well, there's a video uh, huh. of the, uh, yeah, once you're in prison, yeah. like you have to go around to every cell and say, by the way, there's a sex offender in the neighborhood. You probably figured that. Uh, but there's a video of the uh, sentencing, and, and I thought I heard something about that. But you can get that video at uh, crimereport.nyc under the show notes section. Uh, that's uh, yeah, that's where I put all these links and stuff. By the way, they the the judge had to reject. There was some kind of allegation of juror misconduct, right? And uh, he just rejected all of that shit. A person who wants to see something good done. Uh, the uh, bullshit with the uh, with the jury about the jury misconduct. All it was. They claimed, among other things, that two jurors had talked about the case before deliberations began and that one female juror silenced another panelist's questions about sexual assault allegations by saying that she was a rape victim and knew more about the issue than he did. Oh, boy. I believe that. Yeah. (laughs) Seems very plausible that it would go down like that. That's not tampering. No, I guess not. Or it's not misconduct. Misconduct, rather. Prosecutors claim the juror making the misconduct allegations that somebody named Christopher Gooley was seeking his 15 minutes of fame. He told other jurors after the trial, I'll see you on Good Morning America. Gross. Man, that is gross. I mean, especially in this, because this was such an emotional case. Uh, Kathy Vitrano held up a, p- a pair of sneakers during her uh, victim impact statement, you know, and uh, she referred to him as remorseless. She deemed him a pathetic, evil coward. Uh, you know, it wasn't quite, oh, oh who, uh, who laid his loathsome hand upon a child of God, my daughter. My innocent daughter. This is a day where we acknowledge that Karina's life matters, said Kathy, uh, who then raised up the pair of white running shoes that she wore on the morning of uh, August 2nd, 2016, hours before she was murdered. As tidy as they are, these are the shoes of a giant, a valiant warrior and a queen. So repulsive are you that you left her body hidden to be... uh, Further desecrated in the summer heat by bugs and animals, and like a snake, you slithered away into the night, Kathy told Lewis, adding, my hope is that you live a long life within the prison of the law and the prison of your conscience. Conscience, I, don't, I, don't I suppose. Think, I don't think he has a conscience. I don't think he does. He seems to be, you know. That's one of the best parts about being a psychopath. You think it's one of the best parts? Yeah. I mean... My conscience stops me from doing so much cool shit. Not, not murder, um, or sexual assault. That's not cool. But you know, just having. Just this sex. is kind of like a big humble brag, isn't it? It's like having so much integrity. <laughs> well, I, I, <laughs> having enough integrity to stop you from killing or sexually assaulting somebody. No, no, that's, no. That, that's really. I think that's fair. But you know the stat that uh, CEOs and some of the most successful people in the world are psychopaths. That's a statistic? Yeah, according to the psychopath test, like, a what book is by it? John Ronson. Well, what's the uh, percentage? I mean, what's the, the actual of stat? how many people are, I think one out of a hundred people are psychopaths, and they, but yeah, they disproportionately are represented in fields like 
CEO. Sodom and just things where you, if you don't have a queasy stomach when it comes to cruelty or ruthless decisions, etc., then you will succeed. Now, uh, we had an axe murder, as we know, over the weekend. Axe murder in Williamsburg. That is terrifying. He calls himself Grim Creeper. And before he allegedly... He, he call, he like has a name for himself? Grim Creeper. It's one of his social uh, things, you know. Oh, social, Jesus yeah. Christ. Before he allegedly hacked her nearly to death with an axe, his girlfriend called him Mr. 187. Street slang for murderer. Oh, my God. Well, where else could this happen? But violent Brooklyn, where law enforcement sources on Saturday night confirmed that they have charged this man in the axe attack on two young moms that left one dead and one fighting for her life. Holy crap. Was he high or drunk or what? Well, he's Mr. 187. Come on. I'm really... Is, is, so I don't know. It, okay. I huh. don't know. There's always got to be a reason. I'll get to the details. Oh, like, yeah, I mean, right. like, you know, okay. the suspect, violent ex-convict, Grim Creeper, Mr. 187, a.k.a. Jerry Brown. 34 years old, charged early Sunday with murder, attempted murder, criminal possession of a weapon for the axe. More charges are still pending. Now, he has 13 prior arrests, including for assault, robbery, burglary, and strangulation, along with the more minor offenses of turnstile jumping and drinking in public. See, those things, they might not always have like a bunch of shit, you know, accompanying them, but anybody who does that other stuff also has these. You know what I mean? Uh, so, anyway, it doesn't matter. The attack no, 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 left... No, it's the broken windows thing, right? Yeah, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, I'm listening. I'm arrested in, Okay, now he's being held in a psychiatric lockup. Uh, he's waiting to see how that CEO job turns out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was arrested in Manhattan around 3 p.m., sources said. Admitted to being on the scene of the murder. He hasn't really admitted to chopping them up yet, but he seems to feel remorse. Uh the attack left Savannah Rivera, 20, the pregnant mom of a three-year-old son, dead Ugh. dead from near decapitation. This is the friend of his girlfriend. Uh, the suspect knew both women, but uh, social media posts show Brown was dating uh, Valley as recently as last month. Valley's Facebook posts from November through March were filled with affection for her beau, who she calls Grim Creeper. My heart, she called him in one post from late December. Chillingly, just six weeks ago, she posted a photo of him sitting shirtless on a messy bed. My fucking man, Doe, she gushed, Mr. 187 himself. She added a reference to Section 187 of the California Penal Code, of course. It encompasses homicide. It's a staple reference in gangster rap. I love you, Daddy. She said, I love you, my queen. He responded... Now, uh, before his arrest, uh, he asked if uh, he, he was reached by WPIX. He asked the reporter if his girlfriend, is my girlfriend okay? She's fighting for her life. He sobbed. So, this guy seems like a real creep, huh? Real, real loser. He seems, I, I always, I always think people have to have some kind of mental wiring berserkiness. Oh, sure, yeah. Use the medical term yeah. going on. <laughs> yeah, don't, not to get hung up on the uh, medical um, terminology. But I also think sometimes you get so miserable and you get so hurt and you get so abused and beaten down and rageful and your life and your mental visage is just like this hmm. black cloud of doom and that leads you to be attracted to 
committing sadistic, masochistic, psychopathic acts like that? Well, I mean, I don't really. What you just, what you, you're so down, you can't see up. I mean, like a lot yeah. of people have some, a lot of bad days in a row. And yeah, they but like, like, have you ever read the Col- somebody? Have you ever read the Columbine? Diaries no, or any of that? I, I certainly haven't. Tell well, me about them. There's th- that. Those are teenagers, by the way. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, a lot so, of people remain in that kind of teenage mental capacity. That's too bad. <laughs> Not us, but that is too damn bad. I mean, that really sucks. Here's yeah. that guy, by the way. Uh, CrimeReport.nyc. Show notes and links. Uh, this guy sitting shirtless. Um, isn't he something? He's, he's, he's looks like he's in pretty good shape. So he's managed to exercise, even though he's like is surrounded by hell or whatever, you know. Uh, but that, without getting so poetic, I think the guy's just a piece of shit. Uh, oh. And uh, yeah, that's 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 what I think somebody is who chops up these two girls with I, an axe. They're twenty, twenty-one. Uh, you know, I mean, it's yeah, just too damn bad. Bad choices on their part to be uh, dating him anyway, but you don't blame the victim. I don't care about that. Right. They, they uh, wanna, you know, they, you have to choose your company wisely. I want to give a shout out to a shout Amazon out. original series, Bosch season five, where <laughs> I learned the term, even though I can't remember uh, it right now. <laughs> but I want to give a shout out to, to Amazon original series, Bosch. <laughs> That's, more details. That's the funniest thing I've ever done. <laughs> but the the scene where the uh, hippie investigator guy, he refers to the fact that there is a specific medical pathology for women who can only get excited by criminals and serial killers. And oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was really interesting. I so thought shout that, out, Bosch. Yeah, and, and apparently that was, uh, yeah, that was, uh, and Bosch was like, oh, yeah, I, I, tell me about it. I know about that. No. Which, uh, yeah, my, bad, bad Bosch. Bosch and his, bad Bosch impression. Bosch and his mom jeans. That show, that show should be called Mom Jeans. It really should. Be It'd be much more accurate. <laughs> <laughs> mom Jeans. Mom Jeans. An axe murder, how often we'll we'll definitely be following that straight through. You know, sometimes negotiating with the babysitter can get a little violent. Did you know this? It uh, especially can be that way if you happen to be doing it in the Boogie D, where a Boogie DB babysitter busted during an argument over payment, stabbed her employer. Oh, my God. And wasn't in front of the kids? Of course it was in front of the kids. Holy crap. The home aide cares for one of the two children, the special one, the special needs one. Now, uh, 27-year-old Miriam Paloma shouted as she fought with the mother, who was also 27, I don't work for free. The two kids, ages uh, four and seven, nearby, enjoying the shit out of this moment, I'm sure. Then she plunged a knife into the woman's shoulder twice, slashed her once on the right side, both the kids, they really do keep mentioning that both the kids like see all this. Now, to me, well, like, that's insane. Well, what are you supposed to say? Kids, could you give us the room? Well, it's like if I you, have it, some stabbing to do. And also, like, if the kids walk in when the parents are having sex, they always say, Mommy and Daddy, we're wrestling. Like, do they use that same bullshit <laughs> line this time? We're wrestling. The, you baby, know? the babysitter and, and mommy were just making love. <laughs> oh. What do you, what, how do you get your kids out of the room in that situation? Kids, there's magic pudding in the other room. Go look for it. Yeah. Kids. I would, I, I would, I would call bullshit on that magic pudding. Magic pudding? Yeah. If you're four, yeah. you would go look for the fucking no, magic pudding. No, I wouldn't. Really? 
Mm-mm. Well, I didn't learn that there because was a magic was, pudding until I was 12. I was tricked too many times. With the magic pudding line? Well, just with tricks. You want, you know, I can, I can tell you how to get some magic pudding. How? <laughs> this is the kind of magic pudding that can create life. Oh, yeah. Out of your penis? Yeah, that's right. Out of my balls, really, technically. But the, the, the penis is just a. Uh, so this woman was taken to Jacoby uh, with non life threatening injuries. The children were not hurt. They were just, they just were hurt by seeing that. Yeah, Paloma, Jesus. She was arrested soon after, charged with assault, acting in a manner injurious to a child, menacing, and criminal possession of a weapon. She has no, pri- no priors. But she really stepped it up in this case. This woman really pissed her off. You know, babysitting, you know, it, it refers to her homemade as a homemade there, but it like, but babysitter in the headline. So it's, that's a little bit uh, yeah, if it's confusing. Yeah, if, it, if it's a special needs kid, uh, depending on the severity, you know, that can be extremely. I have a, a good friend who's got a severely, severely autistic kid who, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, she tears up the entire house. Wow. Is just screaming at the top of her lungs. Oh and my goodness! Yeah, I mean it's tragic. Well, and do you remember the the one that we heard upstairs one oh, time? Yeah. You know? Oh, when I went into full Mandy in the city mode. Oh yeah, Manhattan kind Mandy. Mm-hmm. It was right. it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. MC Mandy. <laughs> it was like Hi. and no and and it wasn't as if they didn't deserve it, you know. No, no, but, I know, but it I was know. weird as shit. This this uh, kid was like that the banging that was going on. I couldn't right. figure out like right. what. And and he sounded so upset, and he sounded like he like the room was coming apart, and just I couldn't I don't know I don't know what it sounded like he was the size of a refrigerator and was lifting, you know, his mom or his caretaker off the ground by her neck because he was angry he didn't get a second serving of Jello, is what it sounded like, and then just like flailing her around back and forth. In between the trash can, the microwave, the this TV. Kid, this kid might have been a good candidate for that for that magic pudding story, uh, but like when when we hear all this noise, now it's you're like trick. you're like who's going up there? Uh, are we calling the police now? Uh, okay, but you were you were like very businesslike, and then I think you, I like you, that version of me. I seem so confident. Well, you you know that this is beyond the line that anybody should have to tolerate. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking maybe it'll go away in a minute, you know? But then again, it's not. So, like, um, we do call the police. They show up. Um, before they get there, or after they leave, I guess it's after, no, before they get there. Maybe it was before we even called them. I don't know. But you go up there and say, hello, are you supposed to be here? Oh the God. woman, the woman who answered the door is is like a, the housekeeper, and her kid is the one who's making this enormous amount of noise. He looks very young. I said, "Do you live here? Okay. Are you supposed to be here?" <laughs> Maybe you did say, "Do you live here? Do you live here?" And she's like, "No, housekeeper, you know." And so she's like, "I'll be leaving pretty soon because mm-hmm. you're." Because you and you were making this face and looking over, and we're in the direction of the kid. You're like. What is all? How long, how much longer? Yeah, I did. Say, did. I did say that. By you the waved way, your finger in a circle and said, "How much? How much longer?" It was the best. But you shouldn't bring your kid to your job. And obviously, this I've is your job. I've had multiple housekeepers do that, though. Really? Yeah. That's the end of that story. Uh, was it always a hassle, or was it sometimes okay? Uh, See, if they're not like making that kind of fucking crazy noise, it wouldn't be such a big deal. I wouldn't care if a kid was there all day. I don't know. But man, it was unpleasant. That was you know, unpleasant. David Spade Bang. has a really great story about this in his <laughs> uh, 
memoir. Okay. It's a very good story. Oh, and it's, well, you should check out David Spade's well, memoir. When, when he starts, when his housekeeper starts bringing along different people, that's when he, he got totally, like, you know, robbed and got shit taken and everything. And Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. You can't be too careful. Uh, so, that's that. Now, there's a heartbroken, gra- a heartbroken granny of a Brooklyn gangbanger. She is skeptical that he's going to turn his life around even after a judge gave him a writing assignment instead of locking him up following his latest arrest. Now, the granny knows the kid better than the damn judge. The judges are really trying hard to not get people in jail and get them in trouble. A lot of these ideas. Uh, Ishmael Abraham's paternal grandmother told the Post that uh, she is grateful the judge offered the 18-year-old 18 an opportunity to straighten out, but it's doubtful it will do any good because he's running with a gang, the G-Stone Crips. How about that? He's running with the, the G-Stone Crips. I mean, a writing assignment is probably not going to help a lot. A writing assignment? I mean, for crying out loud. Yeah. You write for a living. Ju- I think that judge just finished marathoning The Wire. <laughs> And it is like Is that the kind of shit that happens? Well, the cop has him write out a apology for someone who to the the parents who the kids who lost their parents and you know, he starts writing this letter and he doesn't realize that he's been had, you know. Oh, because it's a confession. Yeah, and because uh, the whole thing. Yeah, and maybe that's what he's trying to do: get him to confess to more crimes. Maybe, yeah. Oh boy, that would be that's a that's a definite twist. Mm. Yeah. He's like, I'm really sorry that I killed your parents and all that kind of shit. Yeah. Wow. The judge has him do that as a sentence. Oh, I I don't know. I I just it just reminds me. Okay, of- okay, okay. If you don't know, then you don't know. So uh, this uh, this kid was kicked out of school last year. This guy, this G Stone Crip, despite uh, despite his father offering to to pay him to attend, he doesn't listen to anyone, not even his uncle. And, and if you don't listen to your uncle, you don't listen to anybody. Uncle's a correction officer. He is messed up. The distraught grandmother said he must be the it must be the weed he's smoking that makes him so crazy. Those G Stone Crips. Uh, Abraham well, was busted. Huh? What? You get you get the humanity jumped out of you. So, of course, he doesn't give a shit. What do you mean the humanity jumped out of me? Um, Just, you know, the same way if you have, like, an abusive dad who's always kicking the shit out of you, you aren't necessarily going to be empathic towards... Right. So what's going on here? Well, the the, parents and the family are saying nothing can get through to him. Oh. Because, yeah, his, his... Human baseline equilibrium has been, you know, flattened out and he's become desensitized in order to be able to survive in the world. Really? Yeah. I mean, if, that you, seems... if, you, if you still have it calibrated up so high to respond to something as the mm-hmm. way a human would, right. you would die. You wouldn't be able to survive. I and... question that. I don't know if that's true. Well, that's like saying that here's there, how it would go down. Dwayne, You'd well, start weeping on. and then you get the ass, your ass kicked okay. and die. What you're saying is that there's zero hope for anybody who's in that gang. It's impossible. They have sacrificed their humanity forever. 
And no, I just don't, I just don't think humani- that that's true. Humanity isn't a static thing. It's something that's constantly changing. So you know exactly where his kid's humanity is right now. No, I, I think have no idea. I, I think he'd just rather be in the fucking gang. He would rather not go to school. He has a bunch, you know, like, once you don't go to school 14 times in a row, it's a scientific fact. You will not go the 15th. That is proven. <laughs> so uh, he was busted after the cops said they saw him toss a loaded 38 caliber Smith & Wesson revolver to the ground outside an East New York house. East New York. The, uh, that, that, that's sort of like yeah. violent Brooklyn Square. Yeah, yeah. According to uh, court I've papers. I've never been there. East New York. That's where I grew up. Have you been there? It's never going to be gentrified. I can tell you that. <laughs> Have you been there? East, I told you I grew up there. Right, right, right. That's where I grew up. There's never going to be a Starbucks in East New York, honey. That's your new character. That's J.J. Ramirez. Oh, okay. It's like, yeah, find him and, and, and check it out. Okay. Ask okay. somebody. Okay. Uh, post sources said that the police count was backed up with surveillance video, et cetera, et cetera. So, okay, whatever. The, the whole idea is that uh, Judge Ellen Edwards here, she rejected the prosecution request to set bail at twenty-five grand at his arraignment. Instead, she gave the G-Stone Crips member the third of eight siblings an 8 p.m. curfew and told him to write a report on gun violence in the community. A report on gun violence in the community. Sources said uh, he had four prior arrests. They're sealed, including two for gun possession in the past year. Uh, So he's going to write a report on gun violence. I mean, he would be the guy to write a report on gun violence, I guess, you know, since he is uh, getting arrested for gun possession pretty often. I once wrote a 20-page paper for my sociology class in college in one night, and I distinctly remember drinking a lot of banana Yoo-Hoo uh-huh. and typing up notes from the police officer who would tell me about, you know, crackheads walking forever in the snow, not realizing they didn't have shoes on because they were all uh-huh. dunked up. Damn. In uh, the Forgotten Borough, an 89-year-old woman was killed by a hit-and-run driver late Saturday night. The victim, his uh, name was withheld pending family notification. Oh, your 89-year-old uh, relative is missing. You, you may need to look into that. Struck uh, by the car after she stepped off an MTA bus at about 10. Well, it's, a lot of times it's these old people that get this, isn't it? You know what I mean? Like, they are, they're... Um, Sort of magnets for the old hit and run. Well, there's another there's another very common occurrence that happens a lot down in Florida that I saw more than once when I did my internship as a reporter at the uh, Sun Sentinel, <laughs> which is the old people, they do the old mistaking the break or the, the gas uh, for the break, and mm-hmm. then they end up in the river or something. It's well, yeah, or the, yeah, the sidewalk. Yeah. The, uh, the the farmer's market. Yeah. Shit like that. It, that was one that was Painful. really bad. I mean, yeah. it's a, it was an amusing video in a way. I mean, like, you don't want to see anybody get run over, but it's yeah. just like fucking, it's one of those deals with chickens and people flying and stuff. And yeah, it was this, they, they think they're pressing. Imagine how terrifying that would be. Oh, God, yeah. Like, well, let me just put the brake on. <laughs> right. <laughs> it would be really terrifying. You're off to the race, and, and you're just pressing it harder, you know. Yeah. Just, why won't it stop? You're flooring it. That's why it won't stop. So there should be, I guess, um, you know, some sort of an age limit. Well, some maybe. of the new self-driving cars 
will put a end to all that. <laughs> I don't trust those self-driving cars. I don't know about you. I only trust self-driving cars. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, good luck to you. I don't. I, I would not. I, I, I will never be in a, in a self-driving car. I don't get in an not Uber once. unless there is a driver missing from it. <laughs> Well, uh, I've seen some of those things like uh, they've already. Well, of course, they fuck up early on. You know, I think they're going to keep fucking up. Yeah. Didn't someone get hit? Yeah. Somebody's died from it. Somebody's already died from it. Hmm. So you can expect more of that. Mr. Grim Creep on Mr. 187 Jerry. uh, You can find, uh, you know, his photo, more information, articles, links, all stuff from yesterday, uh, too, including including the hookah bar uh, slash. uh, There's a slashing at a hookah bar there, hit and run. And uh, yeah, somebody killed by an an incoming six train, an octogenarian grinding in the subway. He is seven, you know, inappropriately touched uh, six women already. And then the rest again, this is the confused looking man. Who can't stop grinding up against women on the subway. Oh, my God. He looks like a veteran character actor. He does? Yeah. Yeah, he, he looks like a correspondent for any, you know, cable news. Yeah. He, uh, who, who's had a rough weekend or something like that. But, uh, yeah, he, I, this, is a, this is a good man, is what I'm saying. He just, like, uh, you know, when you, I guess when you get to be 83, boy, oh, boy. You're, you can't stop humping ladies. I went to a party. Uh, he must be he must be eating Viagra, Blue Chew, stuff like that. Ugh, disgusting. And just like just getting a hard dick because like, if that dude ever did that to me, hey. I would not do anything. But then I would say I wish I would have. Oh come on, you do something though. I don't know. I've never I've never punched a stranger or something. I've only punched my sister. Well, the guy's humped but your my ass. My sister used to. He's not really a stranger no more, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's true, but, He's made but friend- see, that's the thing is that you don't realize is why how terrifying that is. No, well, just yeah, yeah, kind of because sure as because as a woman, you don't know how crazy the person is. Hey, if a guy is humping my ass, yeah. I'm gonna fucking think he's crazy and be terrified too. Right? Yeah. yeah. Although you know, like. Like, there won't be any part of me enjoying it, which is the difference, oh I think. There's always a little bit of that woman going, yeah, this is pretty cool. No. Attention. Attention. No. <laughs> thank you, uh, News Mandy Statmiller, for Renounce being on the show. everything. And oh, thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report.